Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan here with Big Cass. Big Cass, the Kyle McCord did it. He drove them down the field in just an incredible game. Um, you know, slow first half, but it, it was building up to that dramatic moment. It felt like it was great watching it with you and everyone at the tailgate. Cast man, just just a huge win though. Just stoked. It was a fantastic win, one of the best wins in history, and it took probably a couple months off my life this year. I would say um, it was just yeah. a fun game to watch. Um, it was a blast having at you having us over. It was a good time. Good time. It, it, I think the best part of the weekend was the drinking game we made about coach prime. We actually didn't do it. Cause within, within like 30 seconds, everyone's like, Oh my God, we'll all be, we won't even make it to kickoff. It was drink. And th- this is for our listeners. If you're feeling frisky this weekend, Drink every time they say Coach Prime in the USC Colorado game mm. and see how far you know you get. I'm I'm curious mm. how far you can make it. Every time they say Coach Prime, we did it and we like we would have we would have we were like two beers deep within 30 seconds. Like, oh my god, we can't do this. Um, but that I mean it was a great tailgate, it was great seeing everyone. You know, we had the fire pit, TVs going, uh, we had the TV outside with the Bluetooth speaker, which was a hit. But it was great because, you know, everyone was really crowding around the TV at, at the end. And it was like, like everyone was on pins and needles, it felt like at the end. And, you know, I, I, I will say this because <laughs> I want to bring this up, Cass. I know we're kind of talking about the game, but I, I, I do wish Ryan Day would just kick it sometimes. Because I was thinking like, you know, it, like, you know, the one, one, one time we didn't get the fourth down on like the, that one drive, we didn't kick it. We could have kicked it, got three. And then on the one, the like in the fourth quarter, when we did the Emeka Buka sweep on that fourth and one, well, if we just kicked it and made it in the first place, we could have just kicked the field goal from there and we could have won 16 14 without all this drama. Like our defense, like JTT stopping them would have been the game. And we could have just kneeled basically if we did it that way. But like Kyle McCord saved Ryan Day, honestly. Honest to God, I think. Um, I, I, I love Ryan Day. I'm happy he's all fired up, but like, I think I I just got to address that because I didn't agree with him just going for it in that situation with, with the way that game was playing out. He could have just taken the points and we would have won 16, 14, but you know, common core did got it done. That's me being negative. Yeah. I, I just think that he was being aggressive and he said he wanted to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you have to execute those plays. So, I, and that's, that's, that's the whole point of his, uh, and, that's the whole point of his, you know, aggressive nature. And that's why, you know, that comment he made today in his call-in showed that he was sick to his stomach on short yardage plays. And, um, you know, I could see where he's coming from and, and all that. But I I think Ryan Day, you know, you know, wanted those play calls. But, again, Kyle McCord got it done, um, and- threw some stones, and, yeah. Kyle McCord, no, Kyle McCord saved the day. Like, I, that guy has balls of steel. Um, I do want to bring up, though, like, and I'm not hitting on Ryan Day. I just want to, like, I, I want to, like, I can't, like, 
the thing about our show is like we're obviously biased, but we also got to address points that I think are important to address, talk about, debate, and stuff. I do think, you know, Notre Dame had 10 people on the field at the end. And we got in, obviously, but we barely got in. They had 10 guys. And we need to also address that. I think we have to get better in short yard situations. Like like you saw with 10 men, we barely got it over the goal line. Well, and- I think, too, if you looked at it, I've looked at that play over and over. I kind of think Chip dove in for that play. So, but I mean, if Kyle pulled it, he was he would have gotten it. Like if Kyle, like it was like it was not a read, oh, but yeah. it, it, if oh, Kyle yeah. ended up pulling that, he had the edge. He could have ran that in. I I think Chip Chip could have ran that a little better. I do agree there. Like I think Mayan would have easily gotten in. Like made that look way yeah. easier. I think I would have I would have lined up in the I formation and used another fullback. Yeah, I. But I do what I do like about Chip though that why they use Chip because they it's able they're able to keep it more balanced. I think with Mayans and I think they're going to load the box a little more there mm-hmm. with Chip. I don't think they fully respected him yet. Yeah, but Al Washington messed up. That's the best part of all this, dude. Um, so Ryan Day is making good decisions with his coaching staff. Yeah. I mean, I look at it this way. Al Washington needs to stop playing Manti Teo's girlfriend. She's been a liability this year. <laughs> you know, a five-star linebacker recruit from the middle of nowhere. Uh, she really, you know, is a liability and run defense. But, it, I mean, it's crazy because how do you mess that up? It's That's, that, that's inexcusable. Like, we crucify Ryan Day for, like, not kicking a field goal and stuff like I'm crucifying the guy, but like Marcus free, like if Ryan day did something like that, Oh my goodness, would we freak out? So it's like, I'm just thankful. Ryan day is like, you know, he has his ducks in a row because that, that was the freaking funniest thing ever that you find out that they have 10 minutes. And then they're also crying about saying that Marvin Harrison, like held on, on the Travion touchdown or that G Scott jr. Was like a fault. It was a false star. And it's like these, these, it's, it's crazy. It's like, it's like how we, it's how Buckeye Nation reacted after the Clemson loss. Except with the, with the Clemson Clemson loss, we were actually like justified. Like we actually got robbed. These plays that they're like Notre Dame fans are posting aren't even, um, like they're not not even like close to being a foul. Right. I mean, it's it's crazy. It, it is definitely crazy. That uh, I just, I mean, I don't think. Anybody in my mind that Ryan Day would make a play would no like how how do you not pay attention and honestly like where even when he talked Marcus Freeman talked about how he's like ah oh, we would have took I didn't want to get a penalty dude it would have been a six inch penalty mm-hmm. like I don't understand like and this is twice this year that you've had that happen where only ten guys have been on the field something is going on. And you're just making excuses about it. Did he have a timeout? No, they didn't have a timeout. They didn't have a timeout. It felt like they had a timeout. Maybe they didn't. But still. I don't know. It's still, yeah, like the penalty's fine. Who cares? Like lose the game or keep playing. Those are your options. Exactly. And the (laughs) fact that the play before they had 10 guys out there, that just baffles me. Like who up in the box did not see that? It's, it's crazy. It, it really is. But uh, it, it, 
it, it, it's good to be a Buckeye man. It really is. And Omeka Obuka, I thought he really he had an awesome game. Uh, he really did. Like he was Mr. Reliable. I think he, he, that the catch, you know, the catch from McCord to him, that third down, like you said, was oh, the biggest play man. of the game. It it was. And that was like a, such a memorable catch. And we're going to remember we're going to remember that for years, years. My yeah, man. it was so phenomenal to see that happen. And it's crazy that Kyle McCord just zinged it in there. A lot of people, you know, are comparing him to Joe Burrow. And I'm like, eh, pump the brakes. But then it got to thinking they're saying Joe Burrow's first year at LSU. And it's like kind of similar, kind of similar. With, I, I think the um, Ameka Buka catch, it kind of reminded me of like the uh, Anthony Gonzalez catch in the Michigan game. I don't know why. A little bit. Yeah, a little it, bit. It just kind of it kind of felt like that, like a moment like that. Not like skill wise, the the hardest catch, but like in the moment, just such a big catch. Exactly, exactly. It was just that whole drive. That whole drive was phenomenal. It, it really was. And even the um, and you know what I loved about it? Everyone got in on that drive. Like Kate Stover started that drive. Ameka caught a pass. Um, Xavier, did Xavier Johnson? I don't think Xavier Johnson did on that drive. I think it was a drive before. Um, Marv I got think it was too. Yeah, Marv got in on it. Um, Julian Fleming, like we spread the ball around. It was a team effort, and like Julian Fleming's catch um, and run that was that was so big. And like if you if you go back, Urban Meyer did a whole. You gotta check it out. Urban Meyer did it with Jerry Donardo. On like I think it was like Big Ten Network, a breakdown of the fourth down to Julian Fleming and how they ran. Yeah, I did route. see that. It was so great. It was so wild. Great breakdown, and it's just, it's it's that ball too by McCord. Just it has to be in that spot to let him keep running and contort his body. And I don't think people under like understand how time that throw was, and like, and also Travion too. Like he he got to the block and got the corner. So it, it just overall, the whole team I think executed phenomenally on the last drive, even with the holding penalty. Exactly. Too, or the, exactly. not the, the grounding penalty. Yeah, which I still think that grounding penalty was a joke. It was. It was very ticky tack. Very. You. I, I. Yeah. I feel like you don't call that in a situation like that. It was stupid. Just like Josh Fryer's pancake block. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, we left 10 points. I think we left, I think, 11 points on the board. We kicked the field goal after Abuka. I think one of the ones we kicked the field goal, and then we went for it on fourth down and goal and didn't get it. Abuka dropped the touchdown pass. I think that's where we got the field goal. But initially, we left the 11 points off the board. I think you're right. Yeah, I think the math, that, that math adds up. Um. Yeah, and, and that's where like we'll come and nitpick and stuff. But you know, we're 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 nitpicking the Ryan Day offense, which is that's my favorite part about this. We nitpick him when he doesn't put up like forty. We're so spoiled. Um, the defense, though, Cass, it was just so phenomenal. I thought all around, yeah. just an unreal, I mean, unreal effort by our defense. I mean, you're talking five different running backs. They that they. Uh ran at you and they all ran different styles that's what's crazy about it and they had to go wildcat to get it in from the goal yeah like it's 
<laughs> wild to think. And I don't even think Denzel Burke got one pass thrown his way. No, and, and uh, Egbenosin, like, I know he gave up the touchdown catch, but, like, it wasn't terrible coverage. He just got shook first. It was really, honestly, just good execution by the quarterback and the receiver. Um, And if, if Proctor could have made a play on it, if it wasn't a great throw, maybe he could have, like, got a hand up. But it was just really good. I thought it was a good execution. Like, I, I thought even Egbenosin played decent. It, it, it was – that we like they we forced them to go down the field, man, a lot. Like they were not getting big plays. Like the tight end was getting, you know, he would catch a, a five, six yard pass here, there, be a little frustrating, but just a I thought a really good day. It was. It was it was a phenomenal game. I mean, the defense just I mean, I think I think Tyleek Williams and Mike Hall, I mean, are our two best defensive tackles. And in crucial moments, um, they played well when they needed to, and, that, and that's the huge part of the defense. I thought they did a good job rotating guys in. I I even thought Jack Sawyer, who forced who forced uh, Sam Hartman on that one scramble that helped, you know, that kind of helped Cody Simon make sure he put the hit on him so Sam Hartman didn't get that first down. That was all Jack Sawyer, in my opinion, because Cody Simon was completely turned around. If Jack Sawyer doesn't get home – and force force a longer a longer scramble from the pocket. That's a first down, in my opinion. I, yeah, it's it, like uh, even like yeah, Cody Simon too coming off like out of nowhere and kind of playing a lot like that. That I love that call because he, I think he fits more in a game like that than Steel Chambers does. Um, just the way his style, the style of play is Steel. Like if Definitely. it's like a SEC team, I want Steel. But if it's a like a power game like this, I'd probably want Cody. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I'd rather have Sonny Styles. I mean, Sonny Styles True. blew up that one play, but I but we're again, we're nitpicking a Jim Knowles defense that at the beginning of the at the beginning of the year, if you would have told me the Buckeyes have only given up 34 points in the first four games, I would have laughed and said, no way. And now here we are, top 10 defense in every category and number two defense overall in scoring defense. I mean, we're right where we need to be. Uh, we really are. Um, and, like, I just look at the guys who played Cass. I feel like every guy who played was actually, like, a, a really good player and should have been out there. If like, if, like, So, like, I have Lathan Ransom, Josh Proctor, Steel Chambers, JTT, Sonny Styles, Davison Igbenosin, Tommy Eichenberg, Ty Lake Williams, Ty Hamilton, Michael Hall Jr., Cody Simon, Jack Sawyer, Jordan Hancock. Those are the people that took up the majority of the snaps. Um, there might be someone else like King Curry who played like a snapper too, but like those are all guys who like played a lot, recorded stats. And I feel like that whole unit is so deep. And those are the, exactly the guys you want out there. For sure. Definitely for sure. And, you know, we just got to keep doing, you know, keep those play calls. I I just I don't see any flaws in this defense. And that that's awesome. You get two more games before we play Penn State, which Joel Clack kind of hinted around saying that's good. He's like, I can't wait till I broadcast that game. It hasn't been officially announced, but breaking news, big noon kickoff, Penn State, Ohio State. I mean, I mean, but like just like in awe about our defense, and it's so nice to have a game where the defense 
helped your offense get the ball back with enough time for Kyle McCord to do his thing. And I mean, it, it's last year we wouldn't have won that game. I, I don't I don't think so. And with with the style of defense, I think the year two under Jim Knowles has been really flourished. But also too, we gotta make it I gotta make a point. JT Tui Maloam showed up when we needed to. I made a statement that to my brother, I was like, hey, JTT showed up, showed up late just like late to the party, just like our Aunt Tammy went during family gatherings. <laughs> I mean, right when we needed the most, JTT prevails, makes those big plays. It's crazy that it was almost exactly like the Penn State State game to how he kind of did that like like sack and almost picked it off. It, it was very reminiscent of that. And it's it's crazy that JTT can kind of just go into like that superhuman mode once a year, it feels like, and just kind of save the game out of nowhere. But that, hey, whatever works, my guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And then I thought the special teams played pretty well too. Like Flipping the field, you know, and we both teams had to work for everything, everything they had to work for. It, it just, felt like more like an NFL game, honestly. It, it felt like a 2002 Ohio State football game. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Great, great. Exactly. Exactly. Spot on. Um, I mean, get a bye week to get healthy, get ready for probably the toughest stretch out of anybody in the country, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope they get their rest in. I hope they get their massages. I hope they get their whatever they got to do sleep in, drink a lot of water, go home, see the family, whatever you got to do, do it this weekend because it's eight straight weeks of just, well, probably nine (laughs) straight weeks of just going, going, going. So buckle up. Buckle up. October is here. And just looking ahead, Obviously, we have Maryland. I mean, I'm just going to read the schedule the rest of the way out for those who don't don't remember. We got Maryland, October 7th. Noon. Noon. Uh, Purdue, October 14th, to be determined. Penn State, you, October 21st, to be – well, noon. Uh, yeah. Wisconsin, October 28th, to be determined. Uh, Rutgers, November 4th, to be determined. Michigan State, that's night game, uh, November 11th. Minnesota to be determined November 18th. That's probably noon. I don't know. It feels like a noon one. Um, and then the big I don't know, one. That one feels 3.30. Maybe. Well, it's senior day. Senior day, and, so 3.30. And, and obviously the game Saturday, uh, November 25th I, at noon. <laughs> I think with Penn State and Maryland being the big noon kickoffs and being flexed to that, I look for the Purdue and how bad Purdue game, which was supposed to be originally a noon game. I look for that one to be 3.30 as well, or I I mean, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I think they're going to try to play the night trick on us again. Maybe. Maybe. Are we worried? So are we worried about, and I'm not going to try to get into previewing them, but like quick thoughts on Maryland. Do you think this is a trap game? Because realistically, they should be five and zero by the time they're coming here. They should be Indiana. They're going to be they're going to be five and zero, but they don't worry me. They haven't really played an offense as potent as what Ohio State's can be, but they also haven't played a good defense either. 
So I'm not really worried. Um, I mean, obviously, we'll get more into that next week. But, yeah, I'm not really worried about Maryland. I mean, I'm worried about Maryland, but I'm not. Like, I'm not like, oh, man, I'm really worried, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. It's. I think if our guys like watch too much of the like the the highlight videos and like they just like rest on their laurels this week could be a problem, I think. But historically, we always smack Maryland other than that one, you know, that close game last year. And then in 2018, I feel like for the most part that we should smoke them. We had we averaged 50 some points against Maryland since they joined the Big Ten. Yeah, like if if we don't beat them, it's just like our defense had a bad day. But I don't see our defense having a bad day against them, if that makes sense. It makes I think a we, lot of sense. I think we match up a lot better now than like last year. Our defense still was kind of porous and they had better receivers this year. I think the receivers aren't as good. I, they really I don't they don't scare me running the ball. And I think th- like it's literally that's they have Tua. They have Tua's brother. That's it. <laughs> yeah, literally. So, are we going to address Lou Holtz in this whole situation? Absolutely. Where is he? <laughs> I mean, he came out and said that he he doesn't regret saying it. Why did he call? My thing is, is why did he call Marcus Freeman and apologize to Marcus Freeman? Is my thing. And he he believes he put the team in like harm's way by making those comments. Those players didn't care. Only Ohio State players cared. My guy has been talking about this stuff all his life. Like, like Lou Holtz has been talking. I I don't understand why it's a big deal now because Lou Holtz has been uh, like talking about college football forever. So like, I I I just don't understand why it like Ryan Day was so fired up. But I understand why if that makes sense. Well, he he called out Ryan Day personally, and I, I, I think that's what really. Yeah, and and I don't think it was just strictly directly at Lou Holtz. I think Lou Holtz just happened to be in the crossfire. I think it was directly at all mainstream media that basically did not give Ohio State a chance. It was really directed at Mark May, <laughs> the Mark Mays of the world. But I, Cassie, like I just think that, you know. Lou Holtz, uh, it's not, he didn't say the worst thing in the world, in my opinion. It's just, it just wasn't very unbiased, if that makes sense. Um, it was very, um, oh, I think I lost you, Cass. I'm going to pause it. Oh, okay. There he is. That always happens once an episode. Um, but I don't know why it's crazy. It's just like it, you'll randomly get, yeah. get kicked off. But anyway, I, with what Luke Holt said, I mean, it's, you know, he's, he's just old, like old people just kind of make up nonsense. And that's what I think it is. My dad said something. Everybody's so worried about what an 80 year old. No, it wasn't that he said, I don't understand why a bunch of people are trying to defend a bunch of 80 year olds. When they pop off their mouth, I'm like, he's like, Lou Holtz, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi. I was like, ah, you're getting too a little political here. Well, too, like, I feel like it's an injustice to not talk smack back to Lou Holtz because, like, Lou Holtz is chirping. Lou Holtz still got got it. Like, yep. it's 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 offensive not to chirp him back. And I know he like and- he has dementia, and that's sad. But like, 
like, he loves college football, so and, I think I think Reece, he liked it. And Reese Davis coming out and said, I don't know if that was the real Lou Holtz that said that. Because the Pat McAfee had that fake Lou Holtz. Oh, my I'm God. Like, Did you not watch the clip, Reese Davis? Like, come on now. Yeah. Who was it? Brady Quinn that was like say, or was it Matt Liner that was saying Brady Quinn? Brady Quinn, yeah. It was odd to me. He he said about Ryan Day's comments to Lou Holtz, which I don't know. Uh, that's I mean that's not biased or anything. No, it's not. I also think too, real quick before we talk more about this, since Buckeyes are on a bye week, we're going to take a bye week on our weekly picks too. I like that. I like that. Reset. So, I like, I mean, going back to Lou Holtz, I love Lou Holtz. I love what he stands for. He's been a great coach. I mean, it is what it is. I did go out and buy me Ohio against the world t-shirt. I mean, I'm waiting for it to ship. I'm ready, hopefully. I got my, gra- I got for my birthday, I got a gray jersey, a gray one jersey. I'm hyped Rocking the Davison Igbenosin, who's having a good year. I don't care what the analytics say or like these nerds who are like, oh, he's had a bad, like he gave up a, a two yard catch for a touchdown, which I hate. I hate that goes against like the corner because it, like if you're only giving up two yards, you're actually playing well. It was the rest of the defense that like put him in that position that like, give up a touchdown. So right. I don't know. It's, I think it's just like a stupid stat sometimes against like a defensive back. You're right. You're right. But because it's like, think about it. If you keep, if you hold the guy to like three catches for like 15 yards, like in the open field, that's a great day. But then mm-hmm. you give up four catches, let's say for 17 yards and a touchdown. It's like, oh, you gave up a touchdown. But it's like, yeah, but you really only gave up four catches for 17 yards. You didn't give up many yards. You did your job. Why were they down near the goal line? Oh, it was because they sh- like shanked off a run. Well, it's not your fault, most likely. Right. It's a team sport. Team first. <laughs> Literally. So. so. But good times. Good times. 4-0, on the go, bye week. It's going to be nice to sit back, relax, watch some football that – you know, you have no, no, you know, no one to root for. Basically, I root for the 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 good men of the Ohio State football team to not do anything stupid this weekend, please. Yes, we don't need Kyle McCord to get arrested for a DUI. No, <laughs> we have we have six other quarterbacks that look exactly like him according to the Ohio State team photo hey, <laughs> one of them the backfield boys he literally it was like six of them and it's it's crazy like Lincoln Keenholz who lost his black stripe today uh Tristan Gibbia Kyle McCord Devin Brown uh Mason Mags I don't even know the other guy and they all are the same height like they look they, like they're all all literally the same height just different faces like literally, the they're all close. They're the all close. I understand why Ryan. When I see a picture of all of them side by side, I understand why Ryan Day 
had a hard time picking his quarterback because they're all just clones. Like <laughs> they're all the same. Not like there's, there's not like a guy like that. And like an Anthony Richardson or like a Cam Newton, it's just, they're all these like normal Six guys. <laughs> so he, you have to like analyze like who's more accurate, who's more efficient calling the huddles, all this stuff. Like Joe Milton isn't walking through that door. It's crazy. I mean, if Mason Mags has to come out and play, we're not going to tell the difference. No, I mean, that's a great – that's honestly, that is a fact. That is a 100% a fact. There might be a slight drop-off, like a – it might be a slow declining thing, but it's not like – it's not going to be like a drop-off like that. It's, but it would just be like that, it felt like, like, like right. a slow, like 45-degree angle decline. And... Yeah, you're right. Because it's like it'd be Devin Brown and then probably Lincoln and then Tristan and Mags and then whoever the other guy in the picture was. So the backfield boys. <laughs> the backfield boys. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> oh, speaking of funny things, Penn State and their Ohio- Buckeye Tears beer. Oh, I find hilarious and silly. I mean, I get why they do it. They did it to troll Ohio State fans, and they did. I mean, Ohio State fans going off about it. And, you know, I thought it was funny. You you can make two beers, you know. I say, I think, um, the unrivaled beer from the, uh, the, the natural springs of Mount Nittany would be like a nice amber brown, amber rock beer. And then you would have your Nittany beer, like the Nittany beer, whatever it was, the Nittany crying. The, the beer. Nittany crying, yeah, I know. My beer name was the Nittany crying. Yeah, it'd be like <laughs> it's just the, Penn State fan tears. <laughs> it'd be like Bud Light. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, what 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 would a Nittany crying be? Hmm. Probably something light. I would say Keystone probably, Light. A little bit of a Keystone. I like it. Natty Light. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bush. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Notre Dame fans, I mean, I wish them luck this week against Duke. We need Notre Dame to beat Duke. We need Notre Dame to win out. That's my Dan's degenerate pick of the week, Duke to win, because if there's one thing I know about Ohio State football, after a game like this, after we just got like recognition, we beat someone, we're feeling good, that team will just turn around and lose next week. And like we will it will hurt us on the bye week somehow. Exactly. So that's my somewhere. one pick. That's my one pick. Duke to win. Yeah, somehow, how somewhere. Funny. How funny would it be if Duke like beats them and they have 10 men on the, on the field again? <laughs> Cause they did it in a, they did it once this year already, too. Like it's they did, Tennessee State. Yeah. <laughs> They're so dumb. Yeah, it's it's something to do with coaching. Uh, something in the water over there. It's hey. All I know is they got their degrees, but they can't count to 11. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they went to Notre Dame. Well, you can't count to 11, bud. Like, there was that video. There was that video of this Ohio State fan trolling Notre Dame fans. And I forget where it was at, 
but it had me rolling. It had me rolling. <laughs> oh, I was rolling that. Uh, so, did you see the thing? Is someone's like they're gonna start a website and name it Ten Warriors? <laughs> the Ten Golden Domers. Oh, <laughs> they replace. <laughs> I'm I'm clouding now, but we got it. It's just um. Uh, Brutus Wayne, great Twitter account. He he tweeted like a thing of like instead of playing like a champion today, it was like played with eleven men today. Dude, the real man of genius, the the delusional Notre Dame fan. How about here's to you, Marcus Freeman. When it comes to so when it comes to the last play of the game, you decide you're going to play ten men to cover eleven men. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light. Marcus Freeman, real man of genius. <laughs> oh man, just here's just to a... you, coach. Here's to you, coach, who plays ten men. Who plays ten men on the field <laughs> when you need eleven? <laughs> oh my goodness, facts. Um, I'll give one pick, just one. I like, I like Oregon State to beat Utah tomorrow. And That's... what's the What's the over for the Colorado USC game? Uh I not high enough. <laughs> not high enough. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's not high enough. Honestly. Hey, Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter said he's gonna play. Said he wants to play. Interesting. Travis Hunter wants to play, and he's not gonna take no for an answer. If that I like it. But that's all I got, bud. That's all I have. So as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Notes podcast. Um, you know, just have a great bye weekend, everyone. Stay happy, stay safe, and go Bucks. And go Bucks, and enjoy 10 men football. <laughs>